0: back to the Foxworthy Podcast. I'm the host again, and you know what that means. Survivor 34 Game Changers is here. It's all returning people. And we have me and Ty back here today to talk about the first uh, two-hour episode. Ty, how's it going?
1: Dude, it's going great. I think the two-hour episode was like awesome and exciting, and so far, yeah, you know. I know we like to mention Survivor. I'm doing well. That's all I'm going to say.
0: That's, That's it. We'll get into this, but I thought it was really next level strategy for like a first episode of survivor
1: it really was like i kind of am wary when they bring people back because it's like oh i've seen them but like they've done it well and they got a good group and you know because they didn't draw for teams they put specific people together and i think it made for great tv so far
0: yeah and they all had developed personalities already because we've seen them all before which you just alluded to but Mm -hmm. i think it's gonna be uh I'm excited for, I'm really, this is the best time of the year. This is, this is like, you know, it's like March Madness, but with just us watching Survivor. So speaking of that, let's talk about our Fantasy Survivor League and our Fantasy Survivor teams, because we're going to make people care about this, whether they want to or not. So... You have no choices. (laughs) We've had, yeah, you have to keep listening. We've had episodes before, we've interviewed... Michelle from last season and Sunday from last season, you can go find those down on the feed a little bit. Uh, but Levi and Jordan, a uh, little husband and wife duo that we picked up off the street to watch Survivor with us, they are also in our fantasy Survivor league. So how it works is for those who are new to us or to to this, I guess you know, we're even a little bit new to this. We've done it for five years or so, but we just do it like a fantasy football league. I mean, more or less. So there's 20 people. There's four of us. And it's fluctuated from three to five over the years. But we're pretty steady at four now. So we put our names in a hat and get the draft order, and then we just go through. So I think we want to run through the draft really quickly and sort of give our impressions of everyone from the first episode, I think, through through the spectrum, through the prism of the draft, if that sounds if that sounds right. Yeah, well, Ty actually had the first pick. So I'm, I promise this we won't do it as slow as uh, this is going to make it sound. But you picked Caleb first. Tell me how you thought Caleb I did in the first episode. The
1: fr- okay, the first episode, Caleb didn't make a huge impression. Minus he didn't show much that we didn't expect. He's a physical threat, which is great. It's fantastic. But he's not necessarily like that personality threat where he's trying to run the game and control the game
0: um and i was on big brother though maybe he's really good at the social stuff who knows he's gotta be if he was a big brother
1: (laughs) which like i was so scared because i don't picture the best people coming from big brother sorry but um (laughs) he's really surprised me as like being a like genuine person who like also wants to like form relationships and move forward as well as being a dominant physical threat in the game of survivor
0: so tell the people about the rest of your team the rest of my team. All okay, right. let's see. I've got uh, Caleb, who
1: was medevacked two seasons ago, or was that last season?
0: I don't know. Two That's seasons
1: two seasons ago. ago. Two seasons ago, he's medevacked. Uh, you have his boyfriend that, too, right? And I have his boyfriend, <laughs> Tai Trang, who is back as a game changer, which is interesting because he's uh, well, he changes the game he doesn't
0: let anyone eat.
1: He, does, he doesn't let people eat, he loves animals, and he doesn't answer questions when people straight up ask them. He just <laughs> stares at them blankly and gives everything away. There was definitely a great moment in the first
0: two hour episode where someone asked him if something had happened and he just stared blankly at them for like 25 seconds.
1: <laughs> it, it was beautiful because it was like totally him and like everybody loves him but I don't think he's actually great at the game. he was my last that, pick though, so you he, got, was, he was, Caleb,
0: you got Ty, last. who else you got?
1: I've got Jeff Varner, who's back from season two, I believe. So he's been a while in the making. I think too. He might have been on. uh... I can't remember which season it was. I was going to make a wild guess, but that would not be fair to him. (laughs) (laughs) Fifty-five. Yeah, I've got Ozzy on my team. Another physical threat who wants to develop his social game, and then I've got Andrea. who or andrea i can't remember I would know
0: more if she had more than two seconds of screen time in the first episode
1: yeah if she made a bigger appearance i'd know a lot more about her but there was a couple seasons in the middle of survivor probably 10 seasons or so that i just didn't watch because i didn't allow time for it so that's basically my team my hopes and dreams what do you have what do you think
0: i I had the third pick in our little four team draft here and i picked aubrey first i think we've actually talked about this (laughs) on uh, some edition of this podcast but I'm still upset that Aubrey didn't win the season that she was in against uh Michelle I think Michelle Fitzgerald and the uh Goons that made up the jury The Goons <laughs> and Well rightly so. I mean everybody already Well what
1: how do people perceive her this season?
0: Cuz she's Aubrey, definitely
1: got a perception out on the island already.
0: I think I mean my perception is she's a badass. Like She's out there, she's rocking like crazy headwear scarf things and wearing like cool windbreakers to tribal. Just walking around like she owns the place. And pretty much every time she said or did anything in the first episode, I just got really excited. I feel like I'm really happy with my pick, even though she might not be much of a physical threat. I think she's smarter than everybody else and... She's more under the radar than some people who we'll probably talk about later.
1: She is. She's very smart, and she has a very strong social gain.
0: I have Aubrey. I have JT, uh, who has won Survivor in the past. I have winner Sarah, who is a cop. <laughs> and I have Sierra Don Thomas, who is a woman. And then I have Sierra... <laughs> easton who voted out her own mom and is now uh has the ignominious is that the, is that the word ignominious reputation of being the first person voted out of survivor game changers oh. so i felt good about that <coughs> i'm already done with four people but... <laughs> well she was your last pick wasn't she no, or did you pick her early pick. she was my okay third uh 11th overall Mid- right dead middle of the draft and then I'll run through the other two teams real quick. We'll get more into this as the season goes on, but Jordan, our defending champion and uh, queen, she picked Michaela first, which, ugh, I'm looking a little testy at right now, just because
1: testy, strong-willed, strong personality that either goes one way, great or she gets kicked off pretty yeah.
0: quick. I do like Michaela a lot. She just has a she's got a she she, she blows up a lot. And then she's trying to control it desperately, it seems like. But Jordan also picked Tony, who uh, who we'll talk about him later. He's gone. And she picked Haley, who I'm not sure why she's a game changer, but she's here. Brad, I I think Brad has probably finished second or third and least to do in this first episode. Uh, Debbie Mm -hmm. is on Jordan's team. So that's Michaela, Tony, Haley, Brad, and Debbie. And then Levi, who has, uh, I think he's the only person in our fantasy survivor league who has never won because he's horrible at it. And he <laughs> has Sari who had a really terrible episode. Uh, Zeke, Sandra, Malcolm, and Troyzan. So any, uh, anything you're afraid of on these teams here? I think, I
1: mean, just hearing the rundown, cause I don't have the master list of who has everybody. <laughs> um, I'm not the, what's the word? Not the ambassador. The league, the Jeff Probst. Yeah, you're not the. I'm not the Jeff Probst of our Survivor League. That would be Taylor. Oh, I know. Um, but Levi's team actually seems like if you get past his first two that you listed, <laughs> the last three seem like they can make some big moves.
0: Yeah, and Troizen some... was the last pick overall in our whole draft, so that would. Be yeah, something. and he's stayed quiet.
1: You know, like yeah, he seems perfectly
0: that's... reasonable so far
1: the best strategy he has going for him.
0: (laughs) So the way it works, if we haven't talked about this before in the first half of the season, when everybody's still divided up into teams, you get one point for each person who is on the tribe that wins reward, which we haven't had a reward challenge yet, but you also get two points for each person who wins immunity, five points for making it to the merge, two points for individual reward, four points for individual immunity, 30 points. If they win, uh, 10 of which come from making the final three. Then each week we make picks for whether someone will get medevaced and also who will get voted out. So basically you're allotted 10 points to, uh, try to guess who's going to get voted out. Like in the second hour, Levi and Ty both put five points on Tony. So they each get five points and a quick update. I won't get too detailed because there were two episodes packed into one this week, but after the first week, Ty is leading our league with 17 points. Levi's got 13. I've got 12, and the defending champion and queen Jordan has eight. So she's dude. What a flip flop of roles. <laughs> but it's the a first long, shall be last. Here we still got 18 people left. Uh, me and Jordan are both down to four. Everybody else, uh, you and Levi, still have five. But that's pretty much how it works. And you know, this is the exciting time of year when everybody still has people. So, <laughs> uh, we'll see how it develops. I mean, last year was a year that I think we proved that our scoring system works really well. Because mm-hmm. I had the winner and still didn't win. Because Jordan did so well throughout the whole year. So, uh, so yeah, it's going to be an exciting year.
1: Yeah, well, Jordan made a strong comeback because Levi was in the lead for most of the season,
0: wasn't he? Yeah, but then he always sucks. So
1: Yeah, I mean, he doesn't think long term, so, you know. <laughs>
0: This is clearly, we we need to plan out. We've probably talked enough about the two people that aren't even here. Let's talk about this episode. What was your biggest takeaway from these two hours?
1: Oh, my biggest takeaway. Um, There was a lot of jockeying for position, especially in one tribe. So I'll go ahead and mention it. One tribe went to tribal council both times in both episodes.
0: Uh, Yes, that would be the mana tribe. Mana
1: The Monotribe, okay. And the Monotribe has two former winners on it, which is Sandra Diaz and Tony (laughs) Vouchos. And they were clearly the power players, but in two very different ways. Tony was basically known for being a wild, crazy man who would just run off in the woods, or he made little hidey holes so he could listen to people talking. And he is known for kind of just being an insane person thrown into a tribe, but it worked and he won a season. So already they were kind of setting up to pit those two against each other. And you thought for a moment, um, they had a great conversation where they said, in order for a former winner to win, we need to all make it to the final three. We need to work together.
0: Which I think might be
1: right, by the way. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that statement. In order for them, people... Eventually, it's going to get late enough in the game that they're going to like, oh, well, Sanders already run twice, or Tony's won once, or JT's won. So why would we want to just give them, you know, more money or, you know, the prestige of winning? Um, and they both seem to be on the same page with that belief. And then Tony was Tony. So what happened after that?
0: He went crazy. I mean, he, he went crazy. It's his bit. Like he, he just. <sighs> I am a little disappointed we didn't get to see his burial ground spy thing because that would have been interesting to watch, but he basically just blows up at everyone. And like, I mean, they got to the island, and he immediately ran off like, oh, I'm going to find the idol, guys. Oh, I'm going to go get the hidden <laughs> idol. And like, no one followed him, and then he was just like, oh, well, uh, that didn't work. And yeah. like, he just was playing a thousand percent from the beginning, and I think we've watched survivor evolve over the last few years to a point where people who play really hard really struggle to stay in the game because everyone is very conscious of the people who are leading the way and making the decisions and always thinking 10 steps ahead and this season in particular i've never heard so many conversations about who you want to sit next to at final tribal in the first episode Like, yeah, people were looking really far ahead and just him taking the lead like that basically knocked him out immediately. I mean, Sierra, too, who got voted out first, she basically got voted out because at least the way it was presented to us, because she showed up and said, I think we should vote for this person or this person. And then they kept cutting to interviews where people were like, uh. So, Sierra's just throwing names out. Maybe we should vote her out. And it was just like, (laughs) wait, what is going on? So, like, people are constantly trying to stay in the shadows while also manipulating everyone else, which is what I thought Aubrey did pretty well in this episode. And I thought that uh, Sandra did it well for about 95% of the episode. And, you know, those are the kind of people who have to make it it's just you have to constantly try to avert attention onto onto other people to divert attention onto other people
1: yeah because if you're center of attention there's people that notice that and they notice either a you're making all the calls or you're the most dominant physical threat and that's always bad you need to be safe in that leadership role but not flaunt it and uh tony definitely didn't do that because he was flaunting his craziness So everyone could see it. And Sierra was just too strong, like you said. She was way too opinionated, saying, hey, we need to take control. We need to get rid of these people immediately.
0: Or maybe they just don't like women in power. (laughs) That's a a very separate issue. But, you know, that could be right. I don't know. We're getting getting to the social issues about Survivor. The social issues.
1: Well, if you look at it, Sandra, who is currently still on the island as far as we know, she's in a pretty powerful position.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about the ending with Sandra there because she very comfortably and quickly seemed to just take people under her wing. They had like a little Ocean's Eleven style montage where she was just picking up people left and right to vote with her, which in the end they did. I guess Mm -hmm. she voted for Aubrey for some reason that I haven't quite figured out yet, but she really just – everyone did what she wanted to and then – Tony did get under her skin a little bit and sort of was like, oh, you know, great job, sheep. You know, <laughs> you guys all fell yeah. for it. And
1: a Good job. Sheep being led to the slaughter. That yeah, was right. his final remark, walking out of tribal.
0: And then she blew up and started yelling at him. And it seemed like he really got under her skin and got her angry. And mm-hmm. I uh, was just really, I was really captivated watching her because I think you you watched it with me. You know, like. Mm-hmm. 10 or 15 times during the episode probably i was like dude she's a genius she just keeps doing she just keeps doing these subtle things that are like really easily manipulating people and mm-hmm. and i think
1: we had the conversation on the other tribe that have Siri who is also known for her strong social game and like bringing people in but you could just tell it was like level 1 and level 2 you know there was someone who is great at drawing people in and making them feel like, they have a say even though you're running. And then on the other side, there was someone who, kind of known for the same thing, but just not as good at it.
0: Yeah, I mean, Suri all. is probably a one-trick pony. She's She did the one thing where she tricked the guy into giving away his immunity idol. And, <laughs> like, now everyone has this huge reputation of her because of that. But really, she's not that good at manipulating people. Like, Sandra's Sandra, if you just watch the way she talks to people and the way she kind of contorts her... Uh, facial reactions in conversation, you can kind of see how you're supposed to do that. And I was pretty mm-hmm. impressed by her until she, I, I'm, I'm worried she might've put too big of a target on herself way too early in a game that's full of way too many power players. But
1: yes, I agree. I think she definitely did because when Tony finally got under her skin and we didn't quite say exactly what she said, the last, like the last line of the episode was her standing up and yelling, You try to take on the queen, but you can't take the queen down. The queen's still on top or something like that. The most intense, arrogant statement you said in front of all these people who are, you know, hopefully they recognize that and say, holy cow, she did. She just controlled this entire vote for five days in, six days in, however however long they are.
0: Yeah, there's going to be a lot to talk about at the final tribal of this season if people are trying to weigh moves from the whole year because... People are making moves already, and I don't know how long it can go on like this. This was an action-packed two episodes, and there was only two immunity challenges and then just nothing but conversation. They didn't even show people building shelter like they usually do. So Mm -hmm. it was just action-packed, I thought. I was pretty into it.
1: Yeah, I think that is a very good picture of this season, though, because they did put together a good cast that it's not like, well, who's taking over building the shelter? They all know they have to build a shelter or who's taking over, like, leadership role in the uh, challenges. And <laughs> there was no real, like, bickering about that. You know, they're all there to win a million dollars and they all kind of know the steps that it takes to get there.
0: But you know what I'm most hopeful for after this first episode, Ty? <laughs> What's that? is that old Jeff Probst is back. We opened with Jeff standing on a shipwrecked ship in the middle (laughs) of the ocean, like, Welcome to Survivor! And I was just like, this is... I want Final Travel to feature the old montage of Jeff taking a jet ski and, like, swimming in the water shirtless and, like, just ending up at... Flying away on a
1: helicopter ladder that comes and swoops in, (laughs) and then he arrives at the reunion show in the same outfit,
0: like... Oh, I hope so that would be Ugh. fantastic. But I'm excited. I think it's going to be a good year. And mm-hmm. I think there's probably going to be a lot to talk about. But first, let's talk about the two people that got voted out. We're going to try we're going to try something. We'll see how this goes as the season goes along, and I'm hoping it'll just go crazy. But I think we're going to try to talk about each person specifically for 5 minutes after they get voted out. Mm-hmm. We'll try to spend five minutes, and I, the, the goal is that this will be harder at the beginning to fill five minutes and harder at the end to contain to five minutes, maybe?
1: Keep it down there, maybe yeah. Maybe
0: we'll change the time around later. Who knows? But let's start trying to talk for five minutes about Sierra. Um, so Sierra has been on two previous
1: seasons. She was on season 27, Blood vs. Water, where she made the biggest splash and then she was on season 31, second chance.
0: Well, we mentioned so if this you don't... earlier, but that was the season where she voted out her own mom. Yeah. It
1: was a great strategic move, I think, and it kind of uh, propelled her forward to her fifth place finish.
0: And propelled her right out of the game this time, I think, because everyone was thinking about that. <laughs> everyone yeah. was talking about, oh, Sierra voted out her mom. We've got to be careful about her. She's going to play really hard. Mm-hmm. And you know that's it what else did sierra do in this episode
1: in this episode i see i'm trying to remember did she ha- she didn't really have any big roles except she kind of tried to rally the troops around her and she kind of tried to bring people in and say hey this is point a we need to get to point b and to do that to get me farther along in the game we got to vote these people and which I, I think
0: worse, she looked smart on tv i thought she looked like she was playing well with the other people but then i guess she wasn't fooling them
1: I thought she presented well. I do think, um, and she, I think they showed a couple of her uh, little confessional video times. um, And she echoed the same sentiment that a lot of people echoed, which was like, who's going to get me farther? Not who do I like or who do I want to remain solid with for the whole time? Everyone was talking about using each other as a means to get to the next day, you know? Yeah, I thought that was Ruthless, and I think she embodies that. Did you notice that, or was that kind of just a thing that I, mean, I, think, that I, I think I saw?
0: I did notice our former podcast guest, uh, Michelle, released a Power Rankings on a mm-hmm. uh, some kind of Survivor website, and she had Sierra dead last because she thought she was playing too hard, and mm-hmm. her, her preseason interviews made her look too cocky and I, I guess that came across on the island because what looked good on TV did not work and she was gone and and we wanted to try to give her five minutes because no one ever remembers the first person voted out but mm-hmm. you know there's just not that much to say we still have two and a half minutes to go and I don't really know what else I have to say about her mm. well
1: <laughs> that's very true I don't know what to say she's uh Her profile says things like she's very proud of not being timid, but I think that kind of led to her downfall, you know, because if you go if you go in there guns blazing, people are going to shoot back. You're not just going to, like, try and snipe people out and not have any return fire. And I think that was her problem. Mm -hmm. She thought I need to go in and be the leader and tell everyone how to vote and how to get myself forward. And so many people were like, "Uh, no, we can actually shoot back at you and take you out.
0: Yeah. And uh Sierra is spelled C-I-E-R-A.
1: <laughs> oh goodness. All right. So, we got close to 5 minutes no, oh, this we, first episode. We still episode. have
0: another minute and 30 to talk about her. Uh Are we
1: She has sticking two to kids,
0: that? right? Doesn't her profile say that?
1: Uh it's... I don't remember. Kids I are just, fun. I just I just moved away. Kids are fun. Hopefully she's <laughs> out there playing for them.
0: Um but you know it i just can't imagine how much it must suck you know game changer yeah. season and she's already gone so i guess that well, makes her the least uh, game she changes the game the least yeah i don't know and going home minute, first always minute, sucks you
1: never get you never get time to learn who that person is which we've seen her twice so we kind of have an idea yeah but Within the context of this new tribe of bringing people back, you never got to really see her game progress and her game develop.
0: And I think in some ways maybe people will remember her as a casualty of the uh, Tony-Sandra war (laughs) that Mm -hmm. sort of started in that episode. And (laughs) I didn't think was going to come to a head so soon, but did. And she might just be sort of an innocent bystander who was taken down by that mess and you know I think there are seasons that she could have done better if she was playing with less experienced people because I think she Mm -hmm. was pretty good and uh that's I don't know anything else that's
1: it no I think I think we covered her as well as you can cover her with a limited the
0: timer that's that was five minutes all right I think the five minutes will be much easier about Tony.
1: We made it for sa- hit.
0: <laughs> even in this one episode, I think there's probably plenty of Tony stuff to talk about. I mean, we touched on a little bit of it before, but this dude just does not know how to slow down.
1: No. Tony came out, like you said earlier, guns blazing. He immediately got there and he's like... I'm not going to help you guys build the shelter. I'm going looking for Idol. And he just took off sprinting. And because everyone's so calm and cool and casual, they just looked at him <laughs> like, all right, well, there goes that nice, big dude. dumb idiot. Yeah, go. Go do whatever you want to do. It's not going to work on us.
0: I mean, he caught Sandra and Troyzan, I guess, talking about something in the middle of the night. And they tried to pretend that they were talking about crates getting lit on fire or something and he freaked out and just started he basically declared war against sandra like five minutes after they had been shown discussing the fact that they might need to work together in order to make it to the end and Mm -hmm. i think he represents a good delineation in the way survivor has changed where he kind of views himself as I'm going to play so hard and do so many crazy things that people won't be able to avoid how great I am. But Survivor's at a point where you can't really play that hard. I mean, we talked a little bit about this before, but you just, you can't be Tony and win anymore. Especially not with a group of game changers who are supposedly experienced people who know how to play. Mm -hmm. It's just not going to happen.
1: No, I think, I think he alienated too many people. Um but on the flip side of that, he did pull in a strong group of 4.
0: I was uh, worried which, about that because Aubrey was in that group. Yeah.
1: They well they were setting it up which might put her on the outside of uh Sandra's side cuz Sandra also threw her a vote in uh but, in his uh, tribe
0: we'll get to that in a minute, but I don't think it's going to be staying as is for very long with the mm-hmm. uh, with the tribes. And, you know, I think Tony's a smart guy. I just think he he's way too aware that he's on a TV show. He's way too much of a showman for... He tried
1: to play up his personality, maybe to get as much airtime as possible, which worked great for two episodes.
0: I you mean, know? I he- told you this. He's like a smart, charming Vin Diesel. <laughs>
1: oh, gosh. Yeah, he's... Got the bald and large muscles, and uh, the, the sometimes what? it's crazy. He's bald and has oh, large oh. muscles.
0: Okay. So I thought you said I, he's got the balls. I was like, what? No. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's what it was. Did we find out, did we ever decide if his tattoo is the same as Caleb's or different?
1: Uh, I think they both have different. I think they just went tribal.
0: Just went tribal. They, well, he went home at tribal. That's very true all day all week 90 more seconds on tony um i Uh, actually didn't realize you about him i didn't realize
1: he the season that he won was another brains versus brown versus beauty
0: was it yeah i remember that season vaguely because he played the same way and he won yeah
1: that was one of the
0: seasons where i was actually proud of survivor for the person who played the best game winning because usually the person who plays the best game, their like right hand man wins. Because Not to Aubrey. That person, uh, like Russell back in the day. You remember Russell Hans?
1: Russell Hans,
0: yeah. When he should have won, and somehow the girl who he told what to do the whole time won. <laughs> who knows? I, I yeah. think
1: Goodness. I think I'll miss
0: Tony as a TV character. Uh, he always provided entertainment and we'll see how things look without him. I, I, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think he was, he'll, he'll, he'll leave a decent memory for a guy who was basically only in one episode.
1: Yeah. Much more than Sierra managed to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. I think if we had to power rank Tony and Sierra, he would be number one. and she'd be number two. The two people got got voted out already. The two people being voted out so far. <laughs> we should we should come up with some power rankings for all the people that are left, but we won't do that this week because we haven't prepared it. No. And that'll be a good thing to have in the future. But there, okay, that's five minutes on Tony. Eh, who knows? We'll see how we'll see how that experiment develops as the season goes along. We'll try to give some time for each person who gets voted out, but. We'll see. So, what what are you looking forward to most as uh, we move on here in Survivor 34?
1: Well, I'm going to talk about something next week that they showed, and I hope I'm not uh, ruining some of this, but there's already going to be a tribal shuffle. Yeah, apparently. So, I think Survivor is reaching a point where they're trying to come up with new tricks there's also another legacy advantage which can Jessica it is it's different. you can't save it till final three. You have the option to use it at thirteen cast members or six is those the two numbers
0: uh, I believe those like were that. the two
1: numbers, but um and our it's boy, very similar. I mean our
0: girl Sierra got it the other Sierra the other Sierra,
1: yes um. So I, I like the way, I like the direction Survivor's going with, you know, a flip-flop four or six days in, however many days they've been on the island, um, yeah. bringing things like Legacy Advantage that it's going to get played no matter what. It's just, is the first person going to play it, or are they going to will it to
0: somebody or they get voted off? I like that. And we almost forgot to mention, they're not doing revotes anymore. If, oh if, my gosh, how did we let that slide? If they tie... <laughs> then it just goes straight to rocks, right? Yeah, if if
1: there's a tie in the vote, then they have the live discussion in front of everybody where they go for a unanimous decision, and if that can't be reached, then it immediately goes to a rock draw minus those two people who they're originally trying to vote out. So I'm hoping at some point during this season we see a time where someone's not willing to take the rocks and, like, half the tribe flips... And they just unanimously vote for someone, you know, like an alliance has to flip. That's what I want to see.
0: I mean, we've talked about the rock moment from last year where Jessica drew the rock and got voted out. And <sighs> One of the greatest, saddest moments. That's what I, I think. That's what they're going for. I think that they have that they knew they had something big on their hands. Because I, I think that happened while they were still recording this season. Like it aired after they had finished recording this season, but I think as they were recording that past season, I think they knew that they had something really dramatic. And they mm. thought, how can we do that more? So they're really going to try to push people, because it's going to be harder to split votes now. Like, And it's annoying when people split votes. So I think mm-hmm. this will probably actually be a good thing.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be a lot more definitive fine cut until there is that tie, or there is that moment where they have to... Swallow their pride and draw rocks, or just half half a tribe
0: has to turn on their own partner, their own person. Yeah, well, uh, I think that's all we got.
1: That's all we got. I want to quickly mention: How do you feel about the challenges this season? Because I thought they were more creative and they were kind of lengthier. I thought they were better than a couple of the previous seasons. I think Maybe that was just challenges me. Challenges
0: have been sort of improving the last few seasons. Mm-hmm. I still think they should be crazier. And there should be way more mano-a-mano, mono, like, wrestle for the ball and throw it in the hoop type challenges. Oh, those are the ones really they do every season, yeah. But my understanding was they were reusing some from previous seasons and just kind of combining them.
1: Yeah, they were using elements from different ones, which is Sierra failed this one, and she failed it in her regular season, and that caused her to get cast out first. Well, at least... Yeah
0: one of the reasons yeah
1: one of the reasons
0: yeah the show always has room to improve its challenges because there's no reason that every challenge shouldn't just be insane and really fun to watch Mm Mhm. but you know i thought they're off to a good start yeah we're i'm here for the social game you know that's what that's what i that's what i'm here for it's and it was fascinating in these first two hours of the season so yeah i'm really excited i think it's gonna be a really good season uh We should probably start trying to figure out which people from this season we want to uh, come join us here. In the room. In the room. We do. In the podcast. In the the podcast. (laughs) Inside the podcast. You are inside Foxworthy podcast. I don't know. That's all I got. That's really all I got. I'm I'm looking forward to how it plays out. Any last words before we... uh, Uh, No,
1: thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Uh, that's pretty much all I got to go. Really looking forward to this season. It's a lot of fun. There are a lot of very strong players, and it's going to be great to see the dynamics of their social game versus their pride and arrogance in the case of Sandra. (laughs) Um, Or just their uh, ability to maneuver in the background. I'm excited to see very knowledgeable people in the evolution of the game taking hold.
0: And as far as the podcast goes, we're planning on trying to put one out every week just sort of have a rotating cast of uh fantasy survivor superstars here (laughs) and we'll just kind of keep playing as the season goes along hopefully we'll come up with some fun segments and start feeling our way around we're trying out some new recording techniques so who knows what'll happen i think it's gonna be a lot of fun but for uh jordan and for levi me and ty are gonna sign off And we will see you next week. I think we'll be down to the final 17 after next week. (laughs) Mm. So we're just
1: getting started. Adios. Thanks for having me. You can find me on Twitter at Tyler B. Commons.
0: And you can find me at Gaines Taylor. G-A-I-N-E-S-T-A-Y-L-O-R. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) Foxworthy Podcast.